listening to The Greg Kelly Show. Well, who's joining us here? A man who wishes that he could be on ESPN instead of here in Greg Kelly's uh, program as his sidekick, as he is every day when Kelly wants to call you in and then just smack you around because uh, I guess he gets... uh, a little bit annoyed at you. Uh, but sports is not really Greg Kelly's thing. He, he can handle it, but he's not like yours truly, Curtis Lee, who actually was fired three times doing sports talk radio on the Curtis Lee with Super Sports Spectacular. So let's get into it. The Philadelphia Eagles, who should have been in the Super Bowl this year, they were on their way, decided in November to kick out George Norcross, a big uh, Democratic honcho who used to own the Philadelphia Inquirer because he flew an Israeli and American flag out of his executive box. The Jewish owner kicked him out, even though they had Black Lives Matter festooned all over Philly Stadium. They lost every game since. So where are they going to play? Brazil, Sao Paulo, Rio, where they don't recognize American Smash Mouth football. Oh, man, have things gone bad for the Eagles Crash, Eagles, crash. But here is a man who really loves his sports. And I understand in advance of the Super Bowl on Sunday, the Swifty Bowl, with Taylor Swift flying in on a supersonic jet from Tokyo to be uh, in the box with the family of the Kansas City Chiefs. You have devised... Are you like Edgar Allan Poe? Are you like Shakespeare? Have you come up with some poetry for us Yeah, today? well, I mean, you inspired me because we were talking about it before you started your show today. And you said how you think Taylor Swift is kind of taking away from the great American experience here. You know, like, you know, American football, smash mouth, red-blooded American. You know, this is how we get our... Ooh, American. Walt Whitman, right? There you go. Walt Whitman, okay. <laughs> exactly. So, so you yes. actually penned some poetry. I did. This is in honor of... Uh, the upcoming Super Bowl, which is going to be played in Las Vegas, where the Raiders now play. But people like me, Curtis, we sort of more identify the Raiders with Oakland or potentially Los Angeles. Okay, well, you know they're out of there. But they're gone from there now. They're in Las Vegas. But I think of the old NFL films, the autumn wind is a Raider. And this is where we have some alternate lyrics. Okay, here we go. Channel my John Facenda. The woman they call Taylor Swift is a superstar. Now in her 30s, singing pop songs, she suddenly came along, and we've got so many Swifties. Her face has fresh lipstick and rouge. She wears a killer dress, blonde hair high above her head, and a beaming smile for Travis. She's insatiable as she tours the world, her ambition naked and bold. All the NFL executives spasm and shake because Taylor has all the commercial spots sold. Tay-Tay Swift's an invader, taking over football just for fun. She'll knock the sport down and change it around and laugh when the NFL's done. In the spirit of Al Davis, who was the rebel of the American Football League, who would take all the miscreants from every other team You could have been a sex offender, a drug dealer, just the worst miscreant. Al Davis wanted you for the Oakland Raiders, and he won Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. I want to tell you, that was an amazing job. (laughs) You're no Ralph Waldo Emerson. No, no, I'm not. Never trust anybody with three names, but you're on your way.
me tell you a story. Al Davis actually uh, grew up in Brooklyn. That's right. Went to Erasmus High School. They mm-hmm. named the field after him. Erasmus High School actually was an outstanding PSAL football team. Some of their graduates have gone on to play great NCAA and professional football. You would never have thought that because before that it was the Schnaz by Verstrysen. The Schnaz. So here's Al Davis in his waning years in Oakland. After they first went, remember, to Los Angeles and back to Oakland. So he's in the booth. And all of a sudden, he has an entourage come visit him. Oh, man, the guy was the ultimate rebel, rebel Al Davis, right? And Al Davis goes, look, you young whippersnappers, I want you to look down there in the field. Watch the great quarterback that I have who's going who's gonna to go back and he's going to hit Bolitnikov there on a wideout or Cliff Branch uh, uh, on the fly. And they had to remind him that that was like – 30 years ago. You see what dementia and Alzheimer's can do? Yeah. So I don't I, I, I don't want to disparage Al Davis because he was the ultimate rebel, and I fancy myself as a rebel, as you know. But you got a career here, kid. Poetry might be <laughs> your way. Forget sports. You know nothing about sports, but poetry? Yeah. There's something about, comme uh, c'est quoi, your meter. Your ability. Oh, my God. I'm thinking of some of the greatest poets of all time. Ezra Pound. Man, you know how to pound that language into a meter, into a rhyme. Why don't you get out of the news business and the sports talk business and just become a professional poet and die in poverty?